It is an incredible story, and we'll talk more about it with Andrew Whitworth, uh, the left tackle for your Los Angeles Rams. Uh, Andrew, I, before we get into some football stuff with you, um, I, I am curious because we are all, you know, you and I are within a few years of each other as far as age range. If I went into your phone right now, and whether I pulled up Apple Music or whatever it is you listen to your to music, what is the most shameful admission you have as far as a song that you like and have on your phone? Oh, man. That's a good question. Um, I mean, probably having a 10-year-old and a 7-year-old daughter. I, I've got a pretty good collection of Disney princess music. <laughs> and, um, you know, all the current female singing artists you know, in the last five to six years that are probably 15, 20 years younger than me. So I, I got a good collection of all of them for sure. Okay, so the reason I bring that up is we were just talking about Justin Timberlake because it's his birthday today. And I say that outside of Michael Jackson, okay, that there's never been a, yeah. a, a solo artist to come from a boy band that has had as much success as Justin Timberlake sans Michael Jackson because he's in his own class, right, when it comes to that stuff. Right. So were you were you a T-Lake guy? Were you an NSYNC guy at any point? Oh, yeah. Were, Okay, let me hear about this. Uh, not really an NSYNC guy. I was a little more Timberlake solo dolo. Okay. Yeah, I, I, like I, I wasn't an NSYNC guy. I liked him when he kind of separated. Okay, yeah. fair enough. Yeah. Well, hey, since we started off this way, Andrew, let's, um, let's let me get your opinion on something else. Did you see uh, the LSU head coach, Brian Kelly, this weekend? You see that dance video making its way around the Internet? Yeah, I, I did. You sound disappointed. What did you think? <laughs> uh, you know, I, I guess I'm old enough now that uh, those days have, have passed me up for understanding the whole recruiting process and, and that whole thing. So, I, uh, you know, if that's what you have to do to get recruits, man, Lord help us. But, you know, got to do what you got to do, I guess. So, it, it's funny you mentioned that because we had um, – you know, we've had Sean on the show a bunch of times, but we had Raheem on when he first came on uh, this, you know, during the preseason. And I asked him, because he, obviously he's, you know, he goes way back with Sean. So I asked him, like, what's the thing about Sean we'd be surprised by? And it's funny, I'm going to bring this all together. He says, this dude can dance better than Justin Timberlake. And I'm like, get out of here. I don't buy that for a second. So when we asked Sean, he says he needs like a vodka soda no, to do two. that. Can, he needs two. Or two. He did say two, correct. Do, do you... Have you seen said dancing before, or if not, do you anticipate perhaps that could be the case if you do win? Uh, I, w I would confirm that uh, he is a really good dancer, and, uh, you know, I, I, I really hope that we get a chance to see it in a couple weeks. Darn right. Darn right. Andrew Whitworth, it is, uh, it's great to have you on today, man. Congratulations on what went down yesterday. Um, I'm just curious, like, from where we started the season, training camp, UC Irvine, everybody's story was Matthew Stafford, different than Jared Goff. Everybody was asking you guys about it. We're at the end of the season now. What's your analysis? What do, what do you say after playing with the guy for a year? What's, what's special about Stafford? I mean, you know, honestly, just more of a confirmation of a lot of things you thought from afar. I mean, watching this guy play, just what a pro he was, and, and really just – his ability to deliver the football in Detroit and, and you watched him on tape and then fight through injuries. And when he gets hit, you know, just kind of see a guy that just does nothing but compete. I think putting him in this scenario and, and having the team he's had to compete with this year 
uh, it's only shown, you know, how much talent he has and really how special of a quarterback he is. And he's a, you know, you always heard what a tremendous leader he was, and he's been nothing short of that all season. Uh, it's been really special to watch him do his thing and, and uh, get to be a part of it. What about the relationship with him and Sean, right? Because we know how involved Sean is with the offense. Um, what have you seen from Sean uh, that maybe showed some growth from Sean, right? Like you've been there since day one with him, right, as a coach, where, where maybe he's been more hands-off or maybe he's been more hands-on. Like what's different about Sean and his relationship with your offense? Um, you know, I think, you know, he's continuing to grow as a coach and as a leader and everything else. And I think with Matthew and him, it's, you know, it's somebody I feel like kind of a peer. They, they're similar age. Um, you don't, you think of the relationship a little more of, you know, we're both kind of in this and we kind of see things the same and you can just feel that, uh, they have a great relationship because of like they kind of both see balls similar ways sometimes and, and they can discuss plays and then sometimes disagree. And Matthew has played enough and been around enough that he may have a certain way he wants to do things, you know? And so there's an ownership there by both of them to trust each other. And, and that relationship's done nothing to grow. And I think it's uh, something that you're seeing their trust grow and grow and, and relying on each other to put in their own input and how they think things should work with a play or a formation or how we should do something. And, I think that's just uh, continued to grow, and it's part of the success that we've really felt over the last, you know, really eight to nine weeks of the season is really that bond to them just getting better and better and, and really being on the same page. Yeah, really cool, man. Again, the, you know, where you guys started, where you are right now, but do you realize that yesterday was one year to the day that the Rams announced that the Stafford deal was going down? Did you realize that yesterday was one year? Uh, I did. You did. Um, because yeah, somebody had uh, reached out to me in the week and kind of brought it up. Yeah, and the reason I ask that is because for all the talk about how Sean and Matthew just happened to be at the same place in Cabo at the same time, ooh, just coincidence, weren't you like part of all of this too? Weren't you there? Weren't you kind of one of the, the people who kind of helped put all this together? Well, I was actually Sean and I were on vacations with our families and, and we're together down there, so that was uh... – while we were down there, that was our little trip after the season that we usually always took together. And uh, so we were down there hanging out and uh, kind of spending time together at the end of the season. So, yeah, we were all down there together. And I had, uh, you know, known Matthew over the years. I had a teammate that played with him in college. And, um, you know, we just kind of had a good relationship. And so, yeah, we ended up bonding and, and things actually ended up going down while we were down there and, and a whole lot faster than anybody really expected. And uh, now we're where we are today. Amazing. All right. Do you have a, an embarrassing story about your coach? As you know, we, as you clearly have seen by now, we love to kind of embarrass him, and it's kind of why he sort of likes coming on the show because we don't actually ask him a ton of football questions, um, and we get to just have fun with him. But give me, like, something from that Cabo trip that we can make fun of him with when he comes on in a couple of days. Yeah. Oh, man, I can't give up Cabo details, you know. Uh, oh, is that like Vegas? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we've been there too. Uh, you know, <laughs> you know, uh, I got you know. You got to remember, guys. He's still my boss, so you got to give me maybe like two more weeks. Okay. And in about two and a half weeks, I'll come on and I'll just I'll spill it all, right? Okay. I'll, I'll, let okay. You, I'll get you guys all the. You know, he'll have to plead with me not to give up all the secrets. Okay. Okay. Wait a second. All the, all the two good, and a half all weeks. All the good videos I got of him. You know, I got. I'm, I'm ready. Don't worry. Okay. Does two and a half weeks mean after the Super Bowl when he's not your boss any longer? Does that mean? Is, are you going to retire after the Super Bowl? 
You know, I mean, it looks that way. We'll see. I mean, obviously, you, you, you'll take time after the season. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I feel like um, I've kind of entered a point in my career where that's something you're thinking about seriously. And, and uh, I think for the last couple of years, it's been kind of a, hey, you know, you don't know what you're going to do. But like I said, before the season started, it felt like this would be it. And um, it still kind of feels that way. And I don't really know. We'll sit down after the season and see if there's any reason we feel like uh, we want to keep doing this thing and make a decision from there. How does Mrs. Whitworth, uh, you know, Melissa, who uh, obviously did a great job trying to help protect the uh, the home field advantage uh, this past week, and, and the girls feel about that? Well, I think my whole crew, um, they're up for whatever I'm up for. Um, we all ride together no matter what. And, uh, you know, but so we'll sit down as a family. We'll talk about it. We'll let the boys, the girls, mama, everybody have their input, and um, we'll, we'll make a family decision. And, I think uh, let everybody kind of weigh in on it. But it's one of those things that uh, all of us are ready for either scenario. So we'll, we'll see how things go when the season ends and see what the next path is. All right, so so here's the deal. In two and a half weeks, after you've done celebrating and, and all that, maybe there's a Cabo and Vegas trip after that, you need to come on to spill the beans. Is that a deal? Yeah, yeah. You, you'll give me enough time to make Sean negotiate with me with what I can spill. You know? ah. so. Well, wait, wait. Before you go, though, are we going to have beef yeah. with, with us and, and Staley from San Francisco for the stuff he said about your wife on Twitter? Are we going to have to get down or what? Are we going to have to throw some hands I mean, I'll, I'll take oh, him out no. for we're, you if you we're want. We're good. We've, uh, okay. we've talked already today. Everything's great. We, uh, we, we have a clear understanding of everything, and, and uh, we're all that kind of got confused and mixed up and maybe, you know, could have been done better by everybody. So we're all good. Okay, well that that's good to hear because you know we were ready to. I mean, we'd have to probably use like foreign you know objects like chairs and stuff for Dude, us. I'd be way because, behind you, man. Oh, I'd be like, no, kick his no. ass, me man. And, me and Joe have uh, we've yeah. always respected each other from far and, and had a yeah. great relationship. And this okay. was just a, yeah. you know, one of those things. Right. All these, these division robberies, these things that get passionate, and you right. sometimes get ahead of yourself. And so yeah. uh, you know, it is what it is, and we figured right. it out, and all's good. Yeah, well, good because again, you guys are like six, seven, three hundred and like thirty pounds. We, you know, I weigh like a buck eighty. You know what I mean? So that was probably I was going to need like a chair to back you up, but I was willing to do it, and yeah, so I'm was Cap. No, yeah, I'll be back so over you know. here if you need right, me. So. Just let me know if you need. We me had your back, anything. Whitworth. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, hold your watch or something, dude. Well, listen, two and a half weeks. I'm gonna set. I'm gonna send Sean a message and say. You got two and a half weeks. I know you're planning for a big game, but the beans are going to be spilled, so you better start dealing with Whitworth now. I'm just going to I'm going to send that his way, lob it his way, and then, you know, you can start your deal with him. There we go. Exactly. We'll uh, see what happens. All right, man. Well, best of luck to you. Thank you so much for making time for us yeah. and putting up with our nonsense, man. Yeah, way appreciate to go, it. Big Wit. Way to go, man. Yeah, appreciate it, guys. Thank you all. You got to take care. Appearance. There he is. It's a solid and, appearance by Whitworth, don't you think? Uh, yeah, it was great. Very good. Talked about a lot of different stuff. I like how you got very chummy with him at the end by calling him Wit. Big Wit. No, no, no. Not Wit. Big Wit. Yeah. Big Wit. That's you, though. You're extra chummy. You're always so extra chummy. Now we have a relationship, I feel like. Right. Yes. You know? Now you're boys. You and him. Now I think we're pretty tight. Uh, Do you think you're going to get invited to the Cabo uh, trip or the Vegas trips or not? I don't know, but here's the thing. Um, You can probably do the math, you know? And if you figure the Super Bowl ends on this day, the 13th, the following weekend, assume they're there, let's go. Let's just go and take the chance. We'll hang All out. Right. All right. So Witt is ready. Are the Rams ready? They, they, I'm sure they will be. But don't sleep on the Bengals. Let's get into that coming up next.